1009 AM 423 2019. Market is open and we're trading. Still holding to the highs. Still holding on to uh, the rally that the market has been on since about the 23rd of March. In the QQQ, we're putting in all new new highs uh, daily highs here so money's on the move we got Apple earnings coming out later this afternoon so at this point probably all eyes are on Apple um, it's currently at 35 futures VIX is currently at uh, 14.20 so we have some some um, discrepancy here um, in volatility between the futures market and the equity market. It could be a pairing. Or it could be a day they're going to pair up at some point today. It's normally how it works, or it could be uh, expiration somewhere. And uh, in the VIX or the futures VIX, and this is pairing up for the expiration. So, but at some point um, today they will match up again. So. I think the volatility is in the market, so I think the uh, equity VIX probably will shoot up here uh, simply because the market is kind of stretched to some extremes here. Um, not really a lot going on. Um, getting higher. Um, you're getting higher interest rates, um, higher energy prices. Um, but the president just announced. Uh, some sanctions being let up to try to relieve the higher energy energy prices. I'll do your research on that. It's way more detailed than I'm putting it, but that's just quick just of it. Oh, this is one thing. Uh, Goldman Sachs, you know, a couple, about a month ago, and they just reiterated it again this, this last night or this morning that they're expecting uh, energy prices to go to about 70 to 75 bucks for the second quarter in the state there. I'm going to respectively uh, disagree with that and say that the prices go between 55 and 60 or between 55 and 60 bucks. I think that's probably more likely where the price is going to go. But that's just my opinion. But it's going to be cool to see who's right because I am just a mere podcaster. And we're talking about Goldman Sachs, one of the biggest banks in the world. So we shall see who prevails here. Uh, in other news, uh, this came out actually last week, but I didn't say anything. Pier 1. Now, if anybody shops at Pier 1, you know what it is. Um, they, said, they announced it. You know, they're going to be closing up to 145 more stores uh, in 2019. The 2018 fourth quarter earnings came in with losses. And, um... They said they're going to close uh, 145 more stores in 2019. They have a total of 100, uh, 973 stores total. They closed 30 stores in 2018. Some analysts are saying that this might actually turn into a liquidation here, meaning they just have to liquidate and sell everything and see you later. So it's going to be interesting to see if Pier 1 can starve off a liquidation sale. If they do, then if you know, that basically means everything will be 50% off 
even more, honestly, if they get a liquidation sale going on. So just something to keep your eye out for. Uh, we also know Bed Bath & Beyond, their fourth quarter earnings missed. And that's kind of shocking to me because I do know that the ladies uh, do shop there quite a lot. I've seen that with my own eyes. So to see that the ladies are starting to pull back on Bed Bath & Beyond, it's not a good look, just to say the least. Because the women, they love to look good. So to see that they're starting to cut corners out there is telling me that economically it's starting to get tight out there. Uh, also, Payless Shoes, they're going out of business. They're having a liquidation sale right now as we're speaking. So if you're looking to save some money, uh, go check Payless Shoes out because they're going out of business and they're currently in a liquidation sale. Okay? Oh, another thing I want to point out at the market, the traders that I always talk about, the 16 hedge funds, or the 16 funds, just put it that way, that cornered the market in the fourth quarter and basically caused about 450 other firms to go underwater for the year, I might add, for 2018. Those 450 funds, they finally broken even the board I should say I think the only laggard was probably in um, small caps if I'm not mistaken but they finally broke even on that trade and you can they've even gone green on it a smidget you know not much but remember this the last time that they got the price up here those 16 funds had sale orders up there waiting for them and that's what caused them to go red on the whole year for 2018. My guess is that those 16 funds, they haven't gone nowhere. And it's going to take them to propel the market to anywhere. You're going to need their money. And at this point, they're looking to get out. You know, they're just basically looking to get out. And they're watching what I'm watching because I am a hobby economist. The market, they're responsible for a lot of people's money. A lot of important people, I might add. So they're watching the same thing. And we both came to the same conclusion that globally things are not good. There's a lot of unemployment, a lot of debt, and just no GDP anywhere for anything substantially to take place. The market is faced with that going into 2019, into 2020. That's something the market is faced with. And so far, how they found to deal with it is just to get out. So, just spoof of thought, something to keep your eye on at these levels. You know, I saw a notable figure in the market, really notable, big, major, 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 major player in the market. Spoke about this, you know, and he said that, you know, he thinks the market can go higher here. Now, the only problem with that was the last time it went higher from here, they dumped on it and you, you know if you're them and you're 16 funds you got the most money in the market you're the big dog on the block where would you want to sell your shares at you know if you were looking to get out the market where would you want to sell them and if you had the opportunity you know to say oh the market can go higher and you're looking to sell what would you do okay so just food for thought so I personally think that they do have another order sitting up here waiting to flush them out once again because there's a lot of money in the market that still has to come out. Now all 
although it has been exiting the market, going across seas internationally, that's essentially where that money's been coming from. They've been selling the market, buying the international market. That in turn keeps prices up, keeps the VIX low. So it doesn't seem like there's a problem. But the problem lies in what we're getting globally, and it is not doing well globally. There are a lot of all of the major players, the United States, China, and Europe. The United States being the strongest, but you got to know this: it's all on, it's all debt. You know, the more GDP we get, the larger the debt goes. So it's just all debt at this point. Europe has yet to get off the ground. It's been about 10 years, and they're still running negative rates. Uh, China, they blew up, but that's just the problem. They blew up. <laughs> you know, I mean, literally, they blew up. Had crazy GDP basically ran the global system for a while and then eventually they ran into um, basically a bubble and a contraction and that's where we are with China now trying to recover from that huge expansion they just went through over the recovery period like China they had a huge expansion like especially in GDP wise all done through quantitative easing essentially they printed the money and gave it out to the people and the businesses and over there it's not like here like you know when you get to other countries they don't kind of do it like we do it like they'll print the money and then they'll have a direct source to give it to to put it to the people and make things better we kind of don't do things here directly like that you know for I don't know for obvious reasons you know what I mean but it's a little tougher here, and the way we do it here, like the, our Federal Reserve will print it out, and they'll give it to the banks. The banks, in turn, have the option of either giving it to the people or giving it to the market. Now, the last time, they just gave it to the market, and the market went to Jablip. You know, basically, it was on steroids. But once the QE ended, you know, once the central bank, our central bank said, well, we're going to start drying it up by raising rates, that's when the banks pivoted and they started giving it out to the people. And that's when you started to see the influx of cars, credit cards, and all that kind of stuff popping up out of nowhere. And no people, anybody, you know, if you live in certain neighbor areas, you know, you say, well, where are all these cars coming from all of a sudden? You know what I mean? But that's where it comes from. You know, it's got that through credit. Credit cards, cars, refinancing, loans, mortgages, you know, they'll get looser with it. Well, before you may have needed a 675 credit score, they'll do something like bumping down to 600. And then that in turn brings more people in. They're more eager for it. They had been turned down before. Blah, blah, blah. You know how the story goes. So that's where we are with it now. And that's why we're getting this GDP. You know, and it's seeming like on the surface everything is great, but if you're not watching our debt, it's soaring through the roof. Like our country is 100% leveraged with debt and growing as I talk right now. So that's the part that don't get spoke about. Um, what else do I got? Oh, wages. Uh, There's a lot of talk about wages, and I'll just say this. Um. Wages should be higher, and I'd like to commend uh, Jeff Bezos over at Amazon for taking the bold step forward to raise wages at the bottom tier. 
you know, meaning the people with no college education, just high school diplomas and GED, some of them don't even have that. But, you know, the fact that they're willing to pay them a decent wage, it's not the best, but it's a lot better than $9, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, 15 bucks. I think the minimum should be 20 I think 15 should be for entry level. But I think once you, you know, if you come into them with a high school diploma and just some knowledge, the minimum should be about 20 bucks. But also, I'm a realist. I know business. I know economics. And I know everybody that's a hire in those small businesses just can't afford to pay that wage. So that's where the problem comes in line, comes in at. So it's just something that, you know, the powers that be have to sit down and actually talk about instead of debate and argue about. But I wouldn't expect that no time soon because they're nowhere near anything on that level. So don't hold your breath on that. All right, so I'm, I'm trying to think if I got anything else at this point. Um, no, I'm watching the QQQ right now. It's the ETF. It's basically technology. That's essentially it. It's putting in all new time, all time highs. Just put one in today. Big old green candle on it. But uh, I do expect some volatility to creep in here. The volatility was starting to get a little footing, but they put that fire out this morning. The market is also being led higher by Bitcoin. Bitcoin being the strongest mover in the futures market so far. And the strongest mover in the equity market so far is energy by far. But, um, like I said, I expect it to go much lower rather than higher here. We ain't got the demand, one, to drum up that kind of um, price in energy. So, the only thing that could push it that high of 775 would be the powers that be. And based on the moves from the president here recently, that's just not going to happen. So I expect it to go a lot lower rather than it goes a lot higher. So what we will see, that's the beauty of this. It's just in my opinion, and it's just Goldman Sachs' opinion. That's all it's based on, is an overall opinion. And what it is, you have me speaking for the people on the ground, and essentially Goldman speaking for the people at the top. That's essentially what it is. And I'll tell you this, they can't get where I go. You know what I mean? I might not have the money that they have, but economically, they can't get where I go. You know, they can't see the things I see because I'm on the ground with it. So that's why you'll see most of my projections are right. If you follow me to this point, a lot of things that I say were going to happen in the future, they've happened. You know, but it's essentially what it is. You know, you can't go where I go with it, especially when you cover economics. You know, they, they just can't get there. They got to wait for the data. I don't. You know, essentially, I'm living the data. So. That's just something to think about. All right, as far as the sectors go, we're, we're split here, 50-50. So the market is kind of split on the day. You know, we got some buyers, no doubt, but we also got some sellers in the market. And um, they haven't been able to um, uh, get the price down at this point. So we shall see. All right, so with that being said... going to end this here um, I'm just going to look out towards this afternoon I want to see what Apple does because this is earnings uh, season right now we're getting a glimpse at the first quarter 
earning so far. I don't know what the, the stats on them are, but based on how they normally come out, they're probably average. Because you got to think a lot of these companies, but they, you know, it's on adjusted earnings. So even if it beats, it's still missed, honestly. They just lowered the bar, essentially, to get, you know, lowered the bar, essentially, for the earnings to be reported. Right, dollars up here though. So let's see if we can bring in crude oil. It is definitely fighting back, and the reason why it's going after crude oil is because the rates are falling. That's essentially what it is. The rates are starting to fall, and the dollar is um going higher because of that. I may do a podcast on that, but I already did. So you just probably go back to my archives and find them. If I was anybody, I would go back and listen to them anyway because it'll lead you up to this point I predicted that sell off in the market that they got way before it happened so with that being said I'm going to get out of here right now um, yeah, that's about it as of right now market the QQQ is just still putting in what's up on all-time highs but the market is actually pretty subdued here not a lot of big moves we haven't got a percentage move out of anybody yet except for energy followed up by um, technology so to speak but other than that market is just kind of hanging out it's a lot to digest here through the market because you still even with good earnings you still got to look out globally just ain't nothing shaking out there. A lot of debt, a lot of unemployment, a lot of high yields, a lot of high inflation. So the people are really feeling the pain around the world, that's for sure. Don't get talked about a lot in the mass media, but I know by looking at those economic numbers, they're feeling the heat, that's for sure. So with that being said, Everybody keep your ear to the street. And I do mean Wall Street. So until next time. Um, I just, just caught my eye in the market. Alright, so, all right, so until next time. Bolo Jones and I'm out.